lovely people. Welcome to Walkie Talkie. I am here with uh, Abigail. And I'm here with Jochem. And this is a podcast for students where each week we discuss a topic related to student life or whatever else is going on in our lives. We review a topic and speak of our experiences with it and it's a great way to relax between your studies. And yeah, the podcast is uh, called Walkie Talkie because, well, yeah, uh, we walk and talk. And the topic for this week's episode is making friends and maintaining friendships. Car, update. Yeah, so, okay, so originally my dad was like, I can do the car for you. And he sends me this long essay, like, literally. <laughs> I've got this this morning. An essay, all right. Literally, like, look. Oh, wow, it's like ChatGPT has written it, okay. Literally. It's basically saying, like, what I said is, I can't align the things for you. Um, and they said that the garage, what the garage quoted is actually pretty accurate. Um, and then he would do, like, the little things for me. But then, basically, I was like, I can't afford it. And he was like, I will give you the mini. Mm. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that because then I have to borrow more money and stuff like that. And then he was like, no, no, just let me pay for half of it. So he's paying for half of it and I'm getting it done Sweet. tomorrow, which means I can actually drive to Leicester on Thursday. Yay, so. nice. Okay, but that's sweet. Yay. But also yeah. I'm just like 450 quid or something for like, oh, it's just so annoying. Yeah, cars are anyway super expensive and yeah, basically they cost money. They mm. won't make more. So to some extent, you could say it's a bad mm. investment, but on the other hand, convenience uh, is also a good thing. Well, it's getting to summer and I like won't be able to go to all the smaller little places that like I sometimes like going to. And because mm -hmm. I thought, you know, do I need the car? I could sell it and cut the money into savings, but I'm like, it's kind of a crappy runaround anyway at the moment. So I might as well just keep it as a crappy runaround and then. Yeah, and then you can just dent it and bump it and then you'll see what happens. Oh, I have dented and bumped it, trust me. <laughs> Scraped uh, it, that's why I painted over it. I know. But what do you mean with, with uh, uh, what's he say, runaround? Crappy runaround? What does that mean? Is that the car? Yeah, or... yeah a car, like a runaround. Uh, like it's a uh, crappy uh, little thing I could just take from A to B. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. But, oh yeah, your hair, whatever, is in Leicester, huh? No, oh, no I teach it's in, in Leicester. Oh, you teach in Leicester. Okay. It's in Nanita, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So you <laughs> oh, finally remembered something. Yeah. You remembered? Wow. Oh. <laughs> I did it. It only took me like uh, 25 episodes, but I remember something. You know, you mentioned it before, actually, about Nanitan. I was oh, surprised then as well. I know. Yeah. Which is weird because Nanitan's hellhole. And it's like, why would anyone remember Nanitan? <laughs> because it's like no the strangest name. Nanitan, but... <laughs> Nanitan. Nanitan, yeah. Nanitan. Oh, well, currently it's a hellhole here. It's like a million degrees. So, uh, yeah, but anyway. Don't, don't, Jochem. I was saying today, like, I can't be here anymore. It's too cold. I'm fed up. It's, I'm just fed up. I can't be here anymore. I need somewhere hot and nice. It's just. I know, I know, I know. You know, uh, I think we should do some sort of, you know, circulation. So, you know, England should come to islands, you know, from basically from November to, let's say, March or sorry, May, and then sort of mm. pick up the summer and then, you know, half a year here, half a year there. Sounds like a perfect plan. I mean, it's just mm. depressing, but now it's so warm here. I mean, whew, uh, you know, anyway, it's fine. We had snow today. Ah, well, uh, <laughs> so it's nice. 
Nice. But how was your day in terms of work? I went to the gym oh. at lunchtime because I was like, I need an hour out or something. Nice, um, to the gym. Yeah, I don't have much going on. Yeah, I joined the gym. Good for you. I don't know if I'm going to be using it because it's very busy. It's like, I need to, like, the things I want to use, I'm like, can I just drop away? Like, it's just so irritating. It's like, I just want to work my arms. That's all I want to do. Like, just, I don't need anything else. Mm, yeah. So I mean, I might just yeah. use, like, the bikes. Maybe it's not the right, I mean, you have to sort of time it well. So yeah, during lunchtime, everyone's going to be there. So you have to be, you know, just either before or shortly after lunchtime and then be sort of before like seven or so, it gets busy again. So you have to be before that and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, there's timing in going to the gym if you want sort of empty and relaxed atmosphere. Otherwise it's packed there. I know, I've been trying to time it. There's a guy that I work with who goes to the gym all the time and he's like, basically, if you go after this time or you go before this time. And I was like, everyone keeps saying, you know, go with the crack of dawn. And I'm like, can you imagine me being at the gym at 6 a.m.? I yeah, don't Morning gyms are, is crappy for me. Some people really love it, but I can't do it. I'm like there and like, you know, it's too much uh, still. You know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Even though I wake up like easy, you know, I wake up and immediately I'm jumping out of bed uh, and, you know, sort of energized. Mm. But then if you go to the gym, I'm like, no, it's just too much. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's good to do with like your testosterone levels. What is with my testosterone Sorry? levels, Abigail? <laughs> yeah, men's testosterone levels peak through different times of the day. So you're going to feel like you've got more mojo at certain times of the day. It's different to women, so. Ah, all right. When does your testosterone level peak? My testosterone levels are higher than yours, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Boom! All right, I'll buy that. I was happy to see you because I was like in a super, yeah, I was like in a super rant uh, in terms of, well, rant, it was super focused. And then it's happy to have sort of a break because now I'm out of it again and feel actually, um, I was so focused that you just get, you know, lost in thinking and then you're mm -hmm. not normal and you're walking around like a zombie. But, uh, you know, then it's happy to, uh, it's nice to have this meeting in between or this, you know, recording because then you're like, oh yeah, chat. And then mm. everything's good again. So that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's our last one for a while as well. Well, for like, what is it? Two weeks? Uh, three weeks? Two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. And we're coming back at like weeks, yeah. the week of the 30th or so at the end of March. You and I. <clears throat> I think like so. That. Uh, yeah, the week of the 20th, I don't know. Yeah, we're having a break again though, so. Yeah, it's because my parents are visiting and then, you know, they're here and I have to uh, uh, ask them to go away and that's annoying. So then I thought that's mm -hmm. better. But uh, yeah, they're visiting. So they're coming on Thursday. So that's nice. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So they're coming and then basically, basically so we stay here, have holiday, uh, skip the winter because there was snow there this morning as well in the Netherlands, and uh, yeah, uh, sort of uh, chill out a bit. So that's uh, that's nice, and happy to see them. Is your voice going? No, it's just uh, because of uh, <coughs> there's something stuck in my throat, or I just sound weird today. Oh. That might uh, might as well be possible. Oh, no, yeah, so I've, I noticed my voice is progressively getting deeper and like to the point where my dad was like, have you been out really late last night? And I said, no. And he was like, your voice is super husky. It's okay today. And I was like, mm. I don't know, but my voice seems to be a bit sort of more throaty than it normally is. I'm, sometimes I'm super high pitch and then sometimes I'm like a bit more 
don't know what's going on. I think it depends a bit on, on in your sleep and uh, the amount of talking and then the amount of breathing and whatnot. Yeah, now my voice actually also. Oh, weird. my sleep last night. <clears throat> my dream. Oh. oh, oh my one of those nights last night. I was like, it's one of those things. Like, why? I woke up. At... <laughs> I woke up at five a.m. and I was like, huh? I don't know if I'm going to be like super good at this episode i'm gonna give it a go it might end up me just ranting again but <laughs> that's always good <laughs> Woo, all right let's get started then <clears throat> so abigail um what's the topic today uh that you'd uh, thought of because last week we spoke about making. <laughs> uh yeah making friends right Go ahead. Making friends at university or maintaining your friendships, which is one of my New Year's resolution goals, if anyone remembers. Oh, there you go. Okay, how's it going so far? Not very well. I've cut off pretty much everybody in my life. Aww. <laughs> <Aww>. <clears throat> no, so today is about making friends at university. Last week we spoke about, uh, what was it again? Uh, how to find your place in university, right? And then already we touched upon some points regarding friendships right and how they, how important they are for your time at the university and finding your place but then yeah how do you actually make friends and how do you maintain them um so you know what, what are you going to do with them you know that is the topic of today which again i think is a nice student topic because like i said yesterday i think many people are sort of under the surface having the same sort of feelings uh you know uh fear of rejection we spoke about yesterday uh last week as well um you know all of those sorts of things <laughs> yeah by the way sorry we, we're recording this uh one weekend we filmed this yesterday yeah yeah we recorded <laughs> yesterday and now we're doing today and that's my uh it's because of me uh you know i have something else uh coming up in a couple of weeks so luckily we can record in advance just uh so um that you know um but uh yeah how, and then we thought okay how, you know uh how to make friends so and you know I think we both have different views on it or maybe the same or whatever. We actually don't know. So how do you make friends? I mean, how did you make friends uh, during uh, your time at university, Abigail? Um, I mostly had like a group of girls, like a like a tight-knit group, a friendship group, rather than lots of little people, lots of little different friends. I did have lots of different friends, but I think like I generally would say, when I think about friendship at university, I think about like this group of girls that I was with and there was four of them. Um, uh, it was Alex, Sim, Kelly, and Annie. Okay, and They were cool. all in my film studies class. They all did creative writing, and I was the only one that did English. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember actually how I became friends with them. So because the girls were all in creative writing, they were already already knew each other. So they were already friends. Um, and I was in this sort of like like orientation introduction session um with everybody and i remember sim looked over at me and she was like oh what's your tattoo and this all this is how i make friends is my tattoo basically people are like, mm. oh, what's the tattoo because they try and read it and they want to know what it is and um you know she came over and um was talking about it and i said oh you know this is what the tattoo is and um it wasn't obviously immediate to me like there that i was going to be a friend but like i was like okay it's kind of nice to have a conversation then Alex, who I saw this past weekend, actually, we're still friends. Um, she was speaking to me about the tattoo and I noticed she had like a really, like a really, really familiar accent, like a really familiar accent. And she was obviously from the Northeast, but like in the Northeast, there was lots of different accents of varying degrees. And I was like, she sounds just like my dad. 
like mm. just like my dad. And I said to her, "Oh, I don't suppose you're from Middlesbrough." And she says, "Oh yeah, I'm from Darlington." I was like, "Oh my god, my uncle's from Darlington." And I said, "Oh, my dad's from Stockton Tees." And she was like, "What?" Because it's so rare for people to be from Middlesbrough. It's just so random. Mm-hmm. So then we instantly clicked and made friends. Um, and like I said, we're still friends to this day. We've been on holidays together and whatnot. So for me at university, the first kind of thing was like people looking at my appearance and kind of commenting on it and becoming friends that way um, on my course. Mm. And was that also like early on in the year? Was like the first year immediately or did it happen later? When was this that you met up with them? It, this was like the second day of university. It was like the introduction oh, orientation thing. Okay, yeah. cool. And then wow. I remember because... I didn't know if that we were all going to be friends, but then Sim said to me, she was asked about a tattoo. She was like, oh, do you want to go for lunch? And then we ended up going for lunch and then we ended up talking to each other, just us two. And then we ended up becoming friends. Um, and the other two girls I was friends with, but I didn't speak to as much, um, but we're all like a group of four. And when we all graduated, like there's a there's a, a picture on my wall of us all at graduation all together. So they're the like, little group of friends I had at university. But I did have other people that I spoke to, but very sort of like casually. They're what I call acquaintances and not friends. It's like I follow them on social media, but like I wouldn't call them up and say, hey, do you want to go for a drink kind of thing? So I had mm. a lot of those at university, but that's just the nature of like having lots of connections and then not necessarily bonding with people in that way. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I see that. So, and it was like part of that introduction sort of thing hosted by the university, really, or like the first, second day thing that you always have. Yeah, it's interesting how important these things can be, right? It's actually interesting because I had sort of a similar thing where I run into people, but then one of the things that was with uh, business administration that I studied was uh, basically, you know, 60% of the people that joins it stops studying business administration after like five months. So always a joke that was made was like, look, look to your left and look to your right. Those two people will probably be gone when you, uh, when you uh, uh, are here in uh, next year. And actually that was the case with me. So I made two friends and then both of them stopped studying uh, and oh, went no. to other things. And then I was like, yeah, all right. And then of course you keep in touch like bit by bit, but you know, you also lose touch with each other. Uh, and yeah, you know, when you're not sort of connecting often or whatever, then, uh, yeah, that happens. So actually, you know, you see how that can go. It can go one way like yours and you keep, you know, being friends with these people for a long, long time or just for a couple of months. And then it sort of stops again, which, uh, which happens actually a lot, I guess. Well, I was only friends with two of the girls, Annie and Kelly, I don't speak to at all. Mm, we don't uh, know if they're right. alive or dead. Honestly, I have no clue where they are. Uh, Alex and um, Sim, I still talk to. I haven't seen Sim uh, in like five years, but I'm going to plan on seeing it. And then Alex and I see each other occasionally. Um, hmm. And how do you keep sort of in touch with them now after university? Do you like text or WhatsApp? Or how do you do that? I'm not a big texter. Um, I'm not a big texter. I don't really go, I don't really text or call people very much. I'm not that kind of person. I just, I forget easily and I'll forget people's existence really easily as well. So I'm like, mm. oh shit, I haven't answered this for like a month and a half. Uh, but then I get really angry if people do it to me. It's really double standards, but uh, uh. generally just like, like social media, just kind of seeing what people are doing. I wouldn't know if people had, like people wouldn't tell me, hey, I had a baby, hey, I got engaged. I just find out about it and be like, oh cool, you got engaged. Like, mm. you know, I wouldn't really know about it um, unless I went on social media for a lot of things. So I tend to sort of keep up 
you know, kind of uh, contact that way. But for me, I really like seeing people in person. So I always say, you know, it'd be really nice if we could meet up. So I try to, you know, twice a year or even just once a year, depending on your schedule, just try to meet up with people if it's possible or yeah. even like a FaceTime or something. Um, because, you know, you notice how much you could uh you could talk about like with me and alex on saturday it was like we'd never been apart it was like we could talk for ages about all sorts of things because so much is going on in our lives so it's really nice to have those catch-ups yeah yeah i have sort of the same i guess i'm also a really bad texter and you know i'm not on social media anyway so that's tough but then yeah i i have the same thing that you know you basically want to catch up with people in real life i think that's sort of the nice thing to do but then you know with everybody's schedules etc that's going to typically mean that you only see each other a couple times a year but i think it's an important sort of let's say proxy for uh, measuring friendship is that you know it's possible to actually see each other only like two or three times a year and then actually have a great time and sort of you know feel that this is really nice and that you yeah have uh, have somebody that's sort of there for you and you know takes you uh, takes you for uh, for who you are and uh, et cetera et cetera and I think that's sort of you know a nice measure for for good friendships yeah but yeah I'm also like the worst texter so yeah I know you are <laughs> I, yeah I know you know you even uh, complain about it to me I just so. telepathically connect with you these days <laughs> oh yeah that's true you. I'm sending you all kinds of telepathic <laughs> messages but you know I, I'm not sure if they're uh, <laughs> If they are, if they're getting, uh, you know, on your broadband or in your frequency. Why do you think my dream was so weird last night? <laughs> oh, it's a dream. Okay, it was about me. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Ah, all right. It's me. Okay, my tele- Okay, yeah. No, but I mean, look, uh, friendships at at the university they're they're difficult. I mean, especially you know, as I said, right? People can go different directions, uh, and then also while you are studying, you know, you're also changing i mean your interests change uh, you have other things around that university that may or may not match well with uh with you know me or with me i with other people so you know it's always a weird balance and i sort of started thinking about this you know what is it and i think it's sort of a nice balance between you know good friendships are like people that are different but which you also have something uh, in common with and it needs to be like almost 50-50 mm-hmm. or maybe it can be a little bit off, but it cannot be too much the other way because if people are too common, you know, it's, you know, there's nothing new and it's just get boring or something, but they also can't be too different because then you're sort of not matching. So I think it's like an equation, you know, uh, difference divided by commonalities needs to be one, something like that. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier, actually. I think we all have friends for different purposes and reasons. Like you'll have a friend that, you have friends that I would call superficial friends and they're super fun to hang around with, but you know, you're not going to get a deep conversation out of them. They're not really going to care about you as a person, really. They're just, you're there to have a good time with. Then you have someone else who's like a bit more deeper and they understand you on a soulful level and you're like, yeah, okay, this person likes me, but maybe they're not as fun to hang around with. And then you might get that really special person that's a bit of both and you're like, ah, damn, you really get me. And you're also fun to hang around with. And they're quite rare, but, you know, those are the soulmates you meet in life. Um, Yeah. And I remember when I was at university because um, I I came to this kind of conclusion because I was noticing that I had a lot of friends that were superficial and it irritated me because I was like, I need somebody who understands me. And uh, I mean, that's a like the biggest task in the world so I was like you're just I'm just not going to get that so I would sit back and say look you like this person right you enjoy their time but they're you know you two don't 
love each other and you don't care for each other on that deeper deeper level so just treat them superficially keep it at that level and enjoy them for what they are with that and then i realized i enjoyed my friendships a lot more when i was like i'm not asking too much for you because i used to look at people and think oh it irritates me that you're not me that you're not like me and then be like actually but you still like them for what they give you or whatever or like i used to have a friend that was a bit creepy but he used to say every person in my life has a talent and a speciality and that's why i keep them in my life and i used to find that super creepy and i said so what's my talent what's my speciality and he said being super kind he's mm. like being super genuine and kind that's your rarity and every single person he's like oh, this person is really into science this person's really into media this person blah blah, blah. And I used to think that's kind of weird. Like he's just collecting friends like chess pieces. Yeah, it's a very but, sort of uh, yeah, very approach focused way of looking at it. It's very specialized and thought through, though. But yeah, it's a bit weird though. It's like I oh, I haven't got a friend that knows about tech yet. Let me put him on a little mantelpiece on <laughs> the shelf and then collect. It's like what? <sighs> <laughs> well, on the other hand, I think you are doing the same thing. You're saying, you know, uh, you have a friend for this and you know friends for that and you have people to hang out with, but you don't have the closer ones and the ones that you're studying with. And then the ones that you uh, do, you know, society things with, uh, special activities, uh, groups that you, you know, do like, um, let's say sports with. You also are categorizing them. But this person, your friend, apparently categorizes them in a very detailed way, which makes it a little bit creepy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's more like, okay, I know this person is not spiritual like me. I'm not going to expect them to be. Therefore, they're this type of friend for me. This mm. person gets it on a more of a deeper level. Therefore, they're this for me, right? And then, again, if you can find the person that fits both, then it's wonderful. But, I, yeah, I don't think, oh, this person knows how to do this. I, I don't have a friend who knows how to play guitar. Oh, why not? Why not add them to the roster? It just seems a bit weird. <laughs> no, I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and, you know... Yeah, finding friends then again, right? The th same things that we said uh, last week, like, you know, go to things, right? You meet them in that way. You have to go to, you know, you have to almost force yourself to go to lectures, seminars, you know, all these kinds of activities, things to meet friends, right? Like you did with the introduction, like I did with, you know, joining uh, or going to like a student uh, dorm rooms, uh, you know, and blah, blah, blah. That's where you meet people. You're not going to meet them out of nowhere. Although... While I was thinking of this, I was thinking, hey, why the heck is there not like, you know, Tinder for making friends? I mean, that would have helped me really a lot. What do you think? There is. Is there? There is what, a it, it, What's, what's yeah. the name? It's called Bumble BFF. Bumble BFF. All right, it's from Bumble. Okay. And does it work? Yeah. Have you made friends through Bumble I BFF? I made friends on there once. Really? Yeah, I tried it out because I was like, I'm just intrigued. Yeah, because I was looking for some spiritual friends. I was like, I'm intrigued. Mm. Um, and I did, I made a friend um, from that called Rebecca. She's super cool. Okay, um, cool. I didn't really go on for very long. But, you know, if you were like, I, I'm looking for a certain friend that's got a niche or something, you know what I mean, who really likes this or is into this kind of philosophy or value, um, it's really helpful. Um, I think they do like Tinder for university. I don't know. I don't go on Tinder. Um, I think it's like Tinder for university students specifically. I've seen like adverts on YouTube for it. I don't know anything about it, hmm. but that could be for friendships as well or whatever. And that's also from the real Tinder Tinder. Yeah. Ah, cool. All right. I didn't know that. Cool. 
So the Bumble BFF is from Bumble, the app, and then the other Tinder stuff would be just from Tinder. Uh, yeah, I wish I had that, and I'm going to try it out. I think it's a cool thing. I mean, you know, it, how, what are the chances you run into people? Those chances are really low already. That's why I think these Tinder and, you know, in general dating apps work so well, because, you know, it just uh, broadens your uh, the amount of people that you sort of can uh, can run into. So I think it's, yeah, it's pretty great. But, yeah, I think going to, like, a party or something or, like, you know, um you do meet people kind of randomly at university as well because you're going obviously going through the similar thing so you can easily relate to somebody straight away by being like hey i um you know i'm studying this or that or people on this, the same course in the seminars you can you see when i'm teaching i see people starting to sit next to each other and sort of bonding and they go oh so nice to meet you and they see them starting to sit next to each other and making friends that way yeah um and i made a friend a similar friend in english i used to sit next to her all the time and then when i left I left my degree. She said, to, she said, to, I think I said this before, she said to me, like, the thing that always sticks to me because it was such a nice compliment. She went, oh, it was so nice to meet you, Abigail. You're such a genuine person. It's just so nice to meet you. I was like, You need to have, like, you know, we, okay, you know, we're going to basically ask all the people to send Abigail, like, nice messages, right? You know, with sort of thoughtful thoughts because they apparently really help you. I will send one uh, when I remember. I will do that. Abigail, My such a wonderful person. My words of affirmation, so tell me nice things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're doing like self-affirmation, but we need, you know, we're going to like affirm you. We're going to, you know, give you, uh, send you messages. No, but I agree. And Thank you, I need you know, it. Yeah, well, I think we all do. That's why we need friendships. I mean, this is also, you know, and I'm, you know, for example, you know, I, uh, when I go like uh, uh, in, uh, when I'm in, uh, in, in England and I go to like a gym, right? I don't know a lot of people there. And I'm sure there must be people that feel the same way like me that say, ah, it would have been nice to be here with like somebody. Uh, but, you know, what are the chances that, first of all, you run into the person and then second of all, that both of you realize you're sort of in the same situation, which is very uncommon because, you know, you don't want to be so open about the fact that you're looking for somebody to meet up with. And this is why I think there should be like an app, right, that you can, you know, just meet up with people that want to do like sort of similar things and then maybe or maybe not it works out and you actually can do it sort of regularly or whatever i think you know yeah i think it's a great idea so if somebody's listening a student that wants to make like you know good money i think you should sort of develop this app and or i'm going to look into bumble bff it's <laughs> probably a gym a gym app i mean they, they must have an app for everything these days I mean, if I'm at the gym, I don't want to be around people because I'm like, look, I want to faint. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Well, again, right? So you see the differences, right? So let's say that I ran into you, then you're like, no, fuck off, please. And I would be feeling like all uh, rejected. And then I'm like, okay, I'm never going to try this again. Whereas, you know, if, if you're rejected on the app, I'd get you to knows. stand there and shout in my ear about how I need to work harder. And then I'd be like, right, I'm going to work harder. No, I would just say, you know, nice affirming messages. Like you're doing so well, Abigail, keep going. Hey, and by the way, the second part, you know, one of the things that I also thought about was, you know, what do you actually do uh, with friends from high school once you go to university? I mean, I think that's like a super difficult and mixed sort of thing to deal with. I mean, how did you deal with that? I mean, uh, with your friends that were from like the North, I guess. I didn't go to school in the North. Oh, all right. But anyway, you're all right. Um, people from there. Um, <clears throat> I don't have any friends from high school anymore mm -hmm. at all. I had one friend that I was friends with for 20 years. Don't speak to her anymore. Um, hmm. 
I, again, I had similar. I had the same. I had the same group of girls. There was four of us, um, and we were friends for years and years. And you know, uh, again, there's always one person that likes someone a bit more. And um, I was sort of like the ringleader of the group or something like that. You're like Frodo, leader, but basically, I was, the one, I was the one that everyone wanted to be friends with. So it was sort of a weird. Yeah, it was it was a strange thing, and I only ended up being friends with with the one girl that was I was friends with for like 20 years and then we just stopped being friends because she cares more about men than me so I decided to be like no look you and I are not on the same wavelength in life um and yeah I mean how I kept sort of friends uh, those friendships up during university though was that I would just sort of go out um uh go out uh, drinking with them or I'd say you know do you want to come here or there um because all my friends from high school I didn't go to university um, except for one, except for one girl. Mm. Um, I actually had one, I had one friend from high school that went to the same university as me. We found it difficult to even catch up, you know, yeah. just sometimes you're just on a completely different sort of schedule and wavelength. And, you know, I always find it, don't feel bad about losing friendships during university because sometimes you have friends of convenience and that's okay. Sometimes you're like, well, I was only friends with you because you were there. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't even notice that now as an adult. I'm like, you, I notice you when you speak to me when so-and-so is not here. So, and that's okay. You just have to remember in your mind that that's what they are. They're friendships of convenience. And then you've got other mm. people that you're like, no, you're my friend and I care about you deeply. Um, but yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, uh, you know, organizing um, something, going shopping, uh, having a meal together, having a film night or something. Um, yeah, for my friends from high school, when we went to university, we all did like um, like a girly sleepover night thing where we'd like watch a film and like just talk and like make food yeah. together. Nice. And um, we used to have this thing where we used to all play with each other's hair because I never not want people to touch my hair. So we used to be like, right, everyone could brush each other's hair. And we all loved it because I don't know why, but when women have their hair touched, it feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all just sat in a row just doing a little hair thing <laughs> jesus all right and that was nice mm, yeah right. oh, okay yeah, I see that. some of the yeah. stuff that girls do is strange all right yeah no yeah. I, i'm That's really gonna do that with my friends as well you know have like a nice sleepover party and then brush <laughs> each other's hair <laughs> it would feel nice it would feel nice <laughs> It does, yeah, it does. No, I can imagine, you know, like, uh, and then brush each other's chest hair. Oh, well, no, let's not go into that. That would be weird. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, what are you going to do with uh, friends from high school? I have the similar experience as you. I don't have many friends from high school, or actually none, I would say, that I'm still sort of in contact with. Um, although at the very beginning when I started out, I sort of still was in uh, contact with many of them. As I uh, said last week, right, you know, I don't uh, really... Uh, when I first started, I didn't move out uh, from my parents' house like the first two years. So that was also the cause of that. And you sort of keep hanging with these people, but, you know, it doesn't work out. And I, yeah, I'm sort of afterwards, I look back at it and think, yeah, it's actually, you know, a little bit, uh, yeah, you should be careful with hanging out too much with your old friends because then you're never going to learn something new, right? And meet new people. And you're always going to be like in the sort of no mode for making new friends. And I think, uh, you know, just uh, those friends that you, have from uh from your hometown you know they're, they're not everything in life there's more uh, than that so you know you can do you can do more than that but um also what i often see is that people in university come with friends from high school and then you pretty much have the same sort of effect where you know you are sticking together and you're not making new friends whereas there's so many nice new people to meet uh, and you actually have the opportunity to meet them so yeah i would sort of 
you know, say that it's a, it's a careful and it's a delicate balance to sort of put that out. But then on the other hand, I mean, you know, especially when you're at uh, university and you're, you know, studying all the time and having busy life or whatever, it's so nice to in weekends or like uh, during the summer or so go home again and then meet up with your old friends that have known you for like your whole life and that, you know, mm. know your inside out and basically, you know, that you have so many common history with. And that's also a beautiful thing. And also when you come from the same place, lived in the same place, you know, you have all that shared sort of commonness, right, that I spoke of before. I think that, you know, also really bond. So, yeah, I find that, you know, sort of, well, maybe people at the home can think about that as well. What's the sort of appropriate balance? You know, I think for everybody it's different. You will outgrow friends as well. That's the thing. As you get older, you just outgrow friends. People have got different kind of life goals and you're on different life paths. And, you know, pretty much most of my friends have sort of followed a similar path. So, and, you know, I was sort of always the one that was like, I'm not going to be on that path or that's not my kind of thing. And so then it becomes very hard to relate to them because it's like, I can't relate to you. You're 25 and you have two children. How am I meant to relate to you right now? It's just very difficult. No, totally. But let's say, let's say that, you know, that you're now, you're going to be like 50, right? Just hypothetically, you know, you're 50 now, then you both have had maybe children and then, you know, you're back in the same place again. And maybe then you feel that old connection again. So maybe then, you know, it comes back because yeah, I do think if you're too different, it's going to be tough, but you know, basically after a lot of life events, then you can always sort of come back. So maybe you need like friends that also have, you know, a car that's at the garage and, uh, you know, you can sort of share experiences on that. I don't, I don't, wish, I don't wish that on them. <laughs> well, it's funny actually, because my car was at the garage last week as well. So here we see, right, we have something similar. See, parity, twin flames. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, I think it's funny though, because my car is always in the shop. Well, actually, no, my car was in the thing last week as well. Yeah, oh, there you go. Last week, I said. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, mine, uh, uh, the uh, battery died. So, uh, you know, first of all, I was sort of standing still. And I had to get like this tow uh, person that sort of fired it up again with oh. jumper cables. So now I'm going to get my own jumper cables. Anyway, it was in the same time, the same shop, you know. So, hey, I relate with you. Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. But what I also like to do is that you basically say, okay, uh, this time I have organized like sort of something to do and sort of made now you need to do it next time. Right. And then you can sort of remind the other like, Hey, when uh, are you going to organize like a nice day out, have fun and do uh, do cool stuff uh, together. And I think that's sort of a nice thing as well to sort of, mm. yeah. Um, equal the, the workload, so to say. Yeah. I think it's always nice to have like a plan or like for years I've said, oh, I'd love to go to Edinburgh for my birthday with a friend. And it never happens for some reason because I don't know, working or there's no money. It's just like one year I will do Edinburgh with a friend. <laughs> yeah. And just do it. I mean, sometimes it sucks, right? To do all the arrangements and blah, blah, blah. But then when you actually have done it, then it's like, cool, right? It will be like a lasting memory. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I hardly ever look back at, you know, meeting up with friends and then, you know, even when they're far away and then obviously that was a good thing to do. And it sort of got me out of the rut and all of the things that you are, you know, thinking about on a daily basis, caring about, sort of forget about it. And yeah, I think that's a good thing. Tough thing. I don't have many friends actually, to be honest. So maybe I'm not even the right person to talk about it or the right person to talk Same. about. Same. Yeah. 
Well, I think we're the right person to talk about it. But if you, uh, you know, maybe there are people that can have like 200 fans and then, yeah, well done. Uh, definitely keep going. Uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, I, I believe in like having maybe like one or two or three really good friends. Hey, shall I tell you, uh, shall we fi- try to find out uh, if the person that I'm going to give you a nice update about uh, in this time, this week, we're going to do a small update. It's called the uh, Kardashian update from a person that knows nothing about the Kardashians, namely uh, Jochem Hummel, me, myself, and I, is going to tell you something about the Kardashians that happens uh, this week, uh, in the week that I'm in now. Um, And, you know, it's fascinating because, you know, I know for sure that you, Abigail, have not yet heard about this because it's like fresh off the press. But uh, before you know it, can you just... My feet are frozen, by the way. Oh, warm them up. I'm sorry, I can't feel my feet. I can't feel my feet. Well, it's, maybe you should put them in the air, like air signs. No, I don't know. Uh, hey, but what, is, what air sign is Kourtney Kardashian? Oh. Let me find out when was her birthday. All right, then hopefully oh, this, 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 this message will help you. Because you know what happened uh, with Kourtney uh, Kardashian uh, a couple hours ago is that Kourtney Kardashian, according to digitalspy.com, uh, unveils hair color transformation. And we are obsessed. Ooh. Did you know that? <laughs> and it's funny it's because you're going to a hair color transformation tomorrow. So it's even nicer, right? You're already meeting. Next you know, maybe... week, not tomorrow. Oh, ne- oh, sorry, next week. All right. Well, <laughs> potato, potato. Uh, <clears throat> here you go. <laughs> sorry, that was very curt, wasn't it? That was fine with me. Has a striking hair transformation <laughs> as she looks unrecognizable with a fresh new color. <clears throat> the Kardashians reality star swapped okay, out her trademark black bob for... Here you go. Wait, 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 Abigail. No, you know, don't spoil the messenger for a ice okay, blonde okay. shade, which she shared Ugh. with her 214 million followers over the weekend. Ice blonde. She's back to blonde. She's like legally blonde now. Courtney Kardashian. Boom. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, everybody sure loves it. You know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer posted several fire emojis before she added loving the blonde. And Addison Ray wrote, screaming. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, they loved it because it's sort of Courtney's rock chick era. Um, and others were quick to comment on her leather corset resembling something her husband, Travis Barker from Blink 182, would wear when they performed. Couldn't care. But uh, yeah, she switched to Icy Blonde. Icy Blonde. What do you think? I think those roots are going to be a killer to keep up touching and it will fry her hair off. It looks very nice, but from from my point of having had my hair dyed more times than anybody, I can be like, damn, those roots will grow back. Well, it's already uh, a little bit black in the roots, I must uh, say, from the picture that I'm looking at. So, they have to yeah. do that. It's called a shadow root. Ah, a shadow root, okay. Yeah, but if it started to grow out to like he- like here, it would look really weird because then mm. obviously you could tell that her hair was not naturally like... Obviously, your hair isn't going to be naturally that blonde, but you know what I mean? Like when I had my hair completely blonde, the root grow out was just horrific. Hmm. 
You've been icy blonde, like Courtney. Not icy blonde, but I've been blonde. Yes. Nice ones. Okay. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, from the offices uh, of uh, the Walkie Talkie podcast, uh, you know, Courtney, we love it. Uh, I think it looks really uh, uh, good. And, um, yeah, it's cool. I like you know, it. If, if she's careful with the makeup, you know, not too much, then she looks even prettier. But that's just an honest day advice <laughs> from a young man who knows nothing about it. But I love it. Yeah, she looks cool. Yeah. Um, props for Courtney. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out, actually. Um, and uh, yeah. You think I would look good in Icy Blonde? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I like Actually, the dark hair, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's getting darker as I get older. You know, when I was young, like, you know, small, uh, like five or so, I actually had, you know, icy blonde hair, like mega blonde, but it's gotten darker and darker and darker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And funny story, actually, I've once dyed my hair. Um, that was when I was like in, uh, I think it was like, I was maybe 10 or so. And uh, I thought it so would be cool. Green. Yeah, it was like Backstreet Boise. And I thought it would be cool to have like a sort of a zebra pattern. So it was like dark, oh blonde, dark, blonde, dark, blonde. And, you know, my mom actually said, yeah, it's fine, do it. And uh, she sort of, uh, you know, she, she, she even helped me uh, go to the hair salon to I get this done. <laughs> yeah, and I was sitting there with like, you know, this, this tin foil in my hair and, uh, you know, that's sort of, uh, you know, there with like a, a dryer thing on top of me looking like, you know, small little, uh, little, uh, little, how is it called? The last uh, like an astronaut, yeah. Or like, um, what is it? Mushroom. But yeah, no. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's up next for, uh, for Courtney, you know, black, blonde, black, blonde sort of highlights. You know, I'm telling you, Backstreet Boys are coming back. We're going back to the 90s. Um, we're already seeing, you know, the 90s hairstyle for men coming back. I'm not sure if you've seen, but I'm rocking it as well. Sort of have the uh, sides sort of in the middle. You've seen that much in, uh, in uh, the UK already. So, you know, we're getting back to it. Mm -hmm. well, are you not proud of all my fashion advice that I'm giving as part of the cup date? Well, I always knew you had it in you, so <laughs> it's yeah. surprising. No, I even thought of you today, you know, I, I wore, you know, a different color t-shirt than yesterday, or well, last week, because, uh, you know, I didn't want to look the exact same for you. So, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hmm. And Abigail, by the way, if you're looking at this online, you can see it. She's like looking super professional. She has a blue, uh, a blue blazer. <clears throat> And uh, she has even, she's even wearing lipstick, you know, she's just out of the gate, you know, it's a uh, boom, she's rocking it. So yeah, um, very, uh, very cool. Yeah, I would actually say that Courtney, you know, maybe you need to look, have a look at Abigail and rock that same style. I agree, I agree. I am a leader of fashion, Yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah, although you do have to go, you know, tow your car to the garage, probably Courtney doesn't have that problem, but... That's just us. But thanks for mentioning I'm poor as well. <laughs> oh, it's not about poor. At least I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Better, you know, better, you know, better that than being poor. Anyway, <laughs> let's stop this. Thanks for listening, I guess. Abigail, you want to say your classic sort of traditional bye? To have a traditional bye? 
Oh, what? Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, you always do. It's like, okay, bye. thank you for listening. See you next week. And then you do bye. Bye. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that it? Should I get the cut? Cut it. <laughs> One.